961 BBB, I am Madison, and one of the things near and dear to my heart is the Methodist Home for Children. When I started at working here, they said, okay, you can pick one group to work with, and without hesitation, it was the Methodist Home, because they do amazing work for these children and the families. Oh my gosh, I get goosebumps when I meet these families, because they are just they're people I hope to be one day. They're that special. And we we learn about the kids and exactly what motivates these parents. And they're nice enough to help us out with our Radiothon today. And Ashley Gomez is with me this morning. Hey, Ashley. Good morning. Hey, thanks for taking the time to be with us. Oh, absolutely. I never have any problem talking about my son and how much I love him. I tell you what, I am in love with your son, too. He sounds like the sweetest child. Liam is love on lake and um, <laughs> with a bend. He's um, developing quite the little uh, sense of humor. And uh, tell us about your story. I was reading about your story and how Liam started kindergarten uh, and he met a classmate that had autism. And for a lot of kids, when they meet somebody that's not just like them, it's a bit of a challenge for them with how to deal with that and how to approach that person. Tell us what, what Liam did in his approach. I'm not actually sure Liam saw this little girl as different than him. Yeah, she didn't talk, and she had some behaviors that um, kind of scared some of the other kids. Right. But Liam's whole thought process was, sit next to me, I'll help you. Isn't that sweet? Um, And he was very big on, well, she doesn't use her words, but we can figure out what she wants. Let's let's keep trying. And that's, that's Liam. Let's keep trying until we figure out how to help. Liam didn't see different. Liam saw another kid. And and part of that, too, I attribute to you and the upbringing that you're giving him and the love that you're showing him. But Liam didn't come from an ideal background either. Tell us about how you came to be a part of Liam's life and his background. Sure. Liam was removed from his biological parents uh, just before his second birthday. There were domestic violence and drugs and just a lot of environmental factors that don't contribute to a child being brought up well or, you know, their mental health, their physical health. Right. Um, certainly, I mean, spiritual health wouldn't even have been on the table. Right. Um, and between that, right at around two years old, a little bit before, until his, right before his third birthday, he was in seven different foster homes. Wow. Before so his third had, birthday, the only, he, he really didn't know family. No, I was his eighth mama. Oh, my gosh. um, Last foster home before me was actually my maternal aunt, which is how we met him. She got to be his mama for a year, uh, almost. So being two years old and having a different caregiver realistically every month, it's not easy to get your own wants and needs across. Mm -hmm. And um, he developed a skill set that worked for him, but didn't work for a lot of other people. Right. And that caused a lot of a lot of transition for him. And that kid was probably in survival mode, you know? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Survival mode would be the kindest thing to call um, how Liam was. um, You know, you couldn't talk. He um, was terrified of things that were very normal for children. Um, you know, being around water in the bath, uh, not yeah. being around noise. He oh needed needed to hear people around him because as an infant and toddler, he was left alone for days at a time. Mm. So the lack of human noises was very traumatizing for him. And, and now, describe Liam now and his personality. The best way to describe Liam. He is eight years old, going on 25 um, and um, we just started peewee hockey, and um, 
because Liam is projected to probably be six foot five. Wow. Um, <laughs> from a very young age, from the age of three, when he came into my life, you know, we don't push. We don't use our hands to hurt. We use our hands to help. Right. Um, you know, we, we use our words to be kind, but we don't ever use our words. And his dad says, his dad has two rules for him. Uh, love God, respect women. There you go. And so this little boy has started peewee hockey, and I think we may have overtopped. <laughs> he, he's not going to dogfight somebody. Somebody else <laughs> wants the puck, it's there. Uh, <laughs> Maybe swimming's more for Liam. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we had a talk a couple weeks ago, um, and because uh, he's showing some proficiency as goalie. And I said, you know, buddy, it's not like you're being mean stopping the puck. Yeah. What you're doing this is your home. The puck is your home. You've got to take care of it. So when it comes to you, it's yours. And I told him that, and he shut out his next two games. There you go, Liam. <laughs> Can I just tell you, I, I have goosebumps listening to your story. Thank you for the difference you have made in this child's life. Thank you. I think he's, he's changed my life. Uh, for one thing, um, I have now gone gray, um, which may be part COVID, part parenting an eight-year-old from home while he's trying to figure out third grade division right (laughs) (laughs) he's definitely changed our lives well i tell you what and and for other people wondering listening today listening and learning more about the methodist home what would you say to encourage them to help out and contribute to the methodist home for children well first of all you know find out about them there's this great organization um you don't have to be faith-based i know a lot of um a lot of people and a lot of peers in the um the foster and adoption community just hearing that it's you know Methodist is well do I need to be Methodist to be there no you don't and you know they, they do a lot of sponsoring of children especially around the holidays throughout the year they've got this great summer camp that they help send kids to um, they just they, they need stuff supplies materials toys money time even if you're just donating time uh, those are all commodities that they need to be able to support kids and there's no better cause than supporting kids. So. Well, Ashley, God bless your heart. Thank you for being a, a part of Liam's life and our life, too. I, I, I feel a, a kindred spirit to you, and you're just you're a wonderful person, and I hope your family has a wonderful Christmas and a great year ahead, okay? Oh, thank you so much.